Yo, what's up? This is your boy Derek Branch here of StrikeSevenSports.com. This is another episode of Strike Seven Sports Podcast. I'm joined by my co-host Brian Bada and Leo Seabury. This is another episode of the Strike Seven Sports Podcast. So we're gonna open things up with um some NBA news. We're gonna talk about it that occurred a few days ago, most particularly four days ago, and that's the news of uh Quinn Snyder joining the Atlanta Hawks to become their head coach after um Nate McMillan, um, Brian's, uh, not Brian, but Leo's, uh, the, the biggest critic of, um, Liz, uh, Leo's, uh, biggest, uh, Nate McMillan is, uh, <laughs> Leo is, uh, Nate McMillan's biggest critic on, on social media, and, um, he, he forecasted uh, this would happen, and, um, we're glad it, uh, it came to pass these, uh, the last, uh, couple of weeks, and, um, Quinn Snyder will be taking over as the uh, Atlanta Hawks head coach. And I've been, uh, you know, reading a couple stories online and there's some takes by some people. And they suggest, they kind of, you know, state that if um, Trey Young don't get, you know, get it together as being a more complete player, that he could be out of Atlanta as well. But – even even if he does, you know, finds himself to like a one of these big markets out there, like a LA LA Clippers or whoever, you know, New York Knicks, don't matter. Do you think he'll have the same problems as he having in Atlanta, with far as him not, far as him uh, not um, playing off the ball and being a more complete player? What do y'all think? Well, some of that is just that narrative that he doesn't play off the ball. That's just not true. He does it a little bit. He just doesn't do it a lot or maybe to the level some people think he should. But he does play off the ball a little bit. And that's, I think, part of the reason why they went to get a guy like DeJounte Murray. So Trey Young wouldn't have to create so much, and he can play off the ball a little bit more. And I think with Quinn Snyder, if Quinn Snyder is as good of a coach as I think he is, he's going to force Trey to do that more. But Trey will have to... He's not, I don't think he'll ever be a great defender, but he can step, Steph Curry is a good example. Steph Curry does what he needs to do on defense to give his team a chance to win. And that's what Trey Young needs to do. But um, I think the Hawks, they're going to be interesting team to watch this summer in terms of trades like John's call, John Collins. Excuse me. I, don't, I don't think he's going to be on the Hawks next year. I think he's one of maybe a few players that's going to be traded. So... Um, this roster still is gonna is gonna be a little different next season. So finish this year strong, and then let's see what the roster looks like next season. But I do agree with your point about Trey Young. If he's not careful, I could see Atlanta trading him. But if you're Atlanta, if you trade him, you better get a really really good deal. Um, you, you can't just trade Trey Young for anybody or any package. What you got, Leo? I can't hear you. I can't hear you. You sound low. Hello? Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Okay. Well, Quinn Snyder is a very good coach, and I think he's going to figure this out. I don't think Trey Young's going to get traded on. I think I'm, this is just my, this is just my uh, my educated opinion. I think that Quinn Snyder took his job mainly because of Trey Young and the possibilities of what he can do with him and with this uh, maximizing him and the Jante Mary because under the name of ever, aside from that, that's, that's error, not error, error. Um, you can make the argument that um, aside from that uh, conference finals, they really didn't do much. They were kind of really a round achiever. They had a lot of time like DeAndre Hunter, John Collins. John Collins was having 2010 a couple of years back. And I didn't even remember he turned it out worse and worse. But he still, John Collins is still a very solid young player. And had the uh, Suns not got KD, they would have, uh, they were they were in the process of trying to get a trade to get John Collins. Yeah. And so, um, I think that I think that personally, the Trey Young stuff's gonna work out. Now, Collins, I don't know if he's gonna be there anymore because there's always rumors with him. He 
my he signed a five year I think it was a five year extension like was it maybe a year or two years ago? Yeah. He a five year extension. So was it five years, one twenty five. So I, I, I think they think he's a core part of the future and I don't think I like it like Brian said, I'm not trying to trade him for for straps, man. I wouldn't trade him at all personally. I think he's a foundational player. He he just has he has his questions about the off ball skills. All ball abilities are there and they're valid, but when you're trainers on your team, you're gonna have a chance to win, man. It's it's just Atlanta just which had needs a new blood in the coaching and there there is um what's his face? Quinn Snyder ready to do that. Okay. Yeah, and um things I was reading about uh naming Mellon naming Millen was that he was kinda like rigged and you know, his, his style the way he coached was it resembled, you know, the um the old days, how they did things in the old in the old school way. So that was like that played a big part in why him and um, you know, Trey uh, Young clash, you know, from what the reports are stating. But with Atlanta, man, they got to turn this around eventually, you know, because forever, as long as I've been alive and, you know, watching uh, the NBA and following, watching what the Hawks do, it's been, it always, they always seem to come up short. You know what I'm saying? It's like, then a, a mark, then a, like on a market where you should be able to attract, you know, big name players, but players never want to, never seem to want to come there. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's kind of like with Dallas. You know what I'm saying? So, Snatter there, I think, helps a lot. I want to move Trey uh, Young, you know, it, not not for no draft picks, not for, I mean, I just want to do it. So, I think it eventually gets fixed. It won't happen this year. It won't You won't see the changes this year, but maybe next year you'll see how the team will look with Snyder fully on, you know, there for a full season. Instead of being in there for during a, like a transition period, we'll see how this team is um, built going forward. But uh, I think once you get the right players around Trey um, Young, you give him the buy-in, see the um, the bigger picture, I believe he's going to be a really good player for this team and throughout the league. Instead, we'll see more of a, um, you know, more elements to his game than – you know, just him, you know, the three-point shooting and, you know, things like that. But we'll see more of that going forward. What do y'all think? Can't hear you, man. Oh. Yeah, I was reading it. I just realized. Yeah, I agree. Uh, one thing I'll touch back on, Leo, um, Quinn Snyder took this shot, in my opinion. Yeah, because of the star players. But he has a relationship with Larry Fields and uh, Kyle Corbett. And so, when you get hired for any job, it's, a, it's usually about who you know. And so, if they somehow... Not really. Um, well, for, uh, for this particular job, <laughs> but, but usually you know somebody there. Not all the time, but usually you know somebody. So, I believe that um, Quinn Snyder will still be fine and still do a solid job if they somehow decided to move on. Off with Trey Young, but I don't think they'll do that. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how, what the Hawks do this season. Like, I was done when Snyder decided to coach this season, but he, I guess he just really wanted to. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what moves they make in the offseason. But I, I like the foundation they have. Now let's see what they can build and what moves they make in the offseason. Because this roster is good, but it needs some upgrades to be where the Hawks want to be. Yeah, so we'll, I mean, I think it's gonna be a better team down the road. I'm not expecting much out of them this season. Even with, excuse me, even with Snyder on the team right now, um, they may make the playoffs, be a playing team, but I don't see them going farther than that. So we'll see how it play out. All right, moving right along, we're gonna talk about uh, uh next we're gonna talk about what went down today at the uh. <laughs> The NFL Combine concerning the uh, Baltimore Ravens and their general manager and their player, one of the players I received, Rashad Bateman, who calls out the GM over the remarks he made about uh, the wide receiver. 
So I'm just going to read this story from uh, ESPN real quick. Written by Jameson Hensley. In a since deleted tweet Thursday morning, Baltimore Ravens wide receiver Rashad Bateman called out general manager Eric DeCosta for his comments about the team's disappointing track record for dra- drafting pass catchers. Bateman, who was, fir- who was a first-round pick by the Ravens in 2021, tweeted, quote, how about you play to your player's strength and stop pointing the finger at us and eight. Blame the one <laughs> blame the one you let do this. We take heat twenty four seven and keep us healthy. Care about us and see what happens. Ain't no promises though. Ain't no promises though. Tired of y'all lying and capping on players for no reason. End quote. <laughs> Arizona Cardinals wide receiver Marquise Hollywood Brown X who asked to be traded from the Ravens in 2022, replied to Bateman's tweet, pleat with, let him cook. Bateman then deleted the tweet about 40 minutes later post, before posting, my apologies with an emoji of two people hugging. Neither the Ravens, <laughs> neither the Ravens nor Bateman's agent responded immediately to request for comment. Request for comment. So, so I want to ask y'all, should the uh, Ravens GM uh, Eric DeCosta say that in the public? He's justified saying that. I think there's a way, like, you gotta sometimes, like, if I was asked that question, I may have answered it that way. I mean, not that way, but I, I may have answered the question, but just not. I think he was maybe too honest. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was a picky vein. So sometimes you gotta. What do you think, Leo? I think that, no, honestly, the coast, I, I actually don't have a problem with what he said. I don't want to take a disagreement with him. Honestly, you have to be honest with you, players, man. Honestly, why you can make an argument that the system is, is, is a benefit to the receivers? Some of those young receivers just haven't been good. Now, you just have to be honest. Now, they, this goes back to Prashad Pyramid like a while back when he was drafted. He was kind of the first one. Voice ones like that was picked high disappointment. Bateman's been hurt as of late. Bateman has a lot of problems. Now, Bateman, I think, was going to be really good if he could stay healthy. He's going to be really good. Like, he's, he has number one receiver potential if he can be, if he just stays healthy. I think the coach against was putting the receivers on notice that, look, Lamar's frustrated. He feel like he doesn't have any weapons outside of his tight ends. You guys better be in your A game. That's a simple idea. Duvernay, these young guys are going to have to step up and play. Like, they're going to have to play well. And it's a fact of how it is. Um, a lot of the reasons why I think Baltimore partly isn't going to go get, like, a big-time receiver in free agency or anything like that because I think they believe in what they have. That's possible. Now, they might not. Now, we may not. We may not. We may think they need more. <laughs> they need more. But apparently, they, they feel otherwise. They feel that they have enough. You know, in terms of, and they have young talent. But it's about, I mean, like I said, like the James Prochet from uh, Prochet from uh, SMU, um, Duvernay, um, Bateman. They have a young talent. The question is, 
is it going to develop? And so I, I don't blame the coaster for putting the, the coaster the coaster for putting the onus on those young receivers. This is a big offseason for y'all to get better and develop because you, you think that we're going to bring somebody? Well, they might draft somebody. They may. They probably will. If shoot, wanna, hey, if Quentin Johnson slips down to them, I wouldn't be surprised if they take the bite. Or take a bait, or take a chunk, or, 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 and then try to get him. Or All right. Points taken, you know. I agree, but what I tell you about the Baltimore Ravens, man, historically, they have not had those type of players on the offensive side of the ball. They just don't do it. So, shouldn't this be on, like, scouting? He he called the receivers, but that's part of the scouting report. The scouts, though. The scouts... Look at the talent. And the scouts get with him. And they make the decision on who to add. You know what I mean? But the Ravens just don't historically find good wide receivers. Now, I think Rashad Bateman is really good. He has, he has the potential to be a number the number one um wide on that team wide out on that team. He just can't stay healthy. But and they found a good guy, a good player in Rashad Bateman. But other than that, man, Baltimore is not you know, really like committed to finding um elite talent at that position. And you go back to the last couple of drafts and you look at how many times the Ravens have like missed out on really good missed out on having really good wide receivers. You know, um Justin Jefferson, you know, um who else is out there? What names are out there I miss? Um even in the trade market, they just don't they don't make the moves to get a wild, good, really good wide receiver. They'll get a guy after he's out of his prime, like a Deshaun ja- Deshaun Jackson. Steve Smith Sneer made a little noise for with him for a few few years, like two or three years. Um, who else is out there? Derrick Mason. Derrick Mason was uh, reliable for 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 a while for a certain period until he fell off. He started to fell off. They really, they just they just don't add to that position, man. But now that you got a guy like a Lamar Jackson or you as your quarterback, you don't have, you know, those game manager types like a Joe, like a Joe Flacco or, you know, Trent Dilfer. You got somebody that can win you, that can change the game for you, dominate it for you, not be a manager in Lamar Jackson. You should try your best to add talent to that position. If they can get to the – I mean, in the draft, they're drafting the 20s, the little 20s, they still – there's opportunities for them to find a really good wide receiver, man. I can name like three or four guys that you can look at. Rasheed Rice, who played at uh, SMU. Um, Jordan Addison. Jackson Smith of Jogba. Um, Zay Flowers out of Boston College. Um, the wide receiver out of North Carolina. I can't think of his name right now, but y'all know who I'm talking about. Um, I, yeah, Joshua Downs. They got, they got opportunities to add to that offense, man. They just don't do it. They just they they believe in their system. It works to a certain extent, but we got a guy like a Lamar Jackson. He could put you over the top with, with if he had a really good wide receiver to throw the football to, outside of Rashad Bateman. But I do think Rashad Bateman is um uh, has potential to be a um WR one. So we'll see how it play out. Anything else y'all want to add to that? Yeah, I was going to say, I disagree with you saying that they haven't tried. They may have not had success, but they, they've tried. Um, it just maybe hasn't worked out. If you want to say they haven't gone and gotten it like a veteran receiver, like the Eagles did with A.J. Brown for Jalen Hurts, and that's fair. Um, but they, they've tried with drafting some receivers. But yeah, I do agree with the point about they get like Sammy Watkins or Deshaun Jackson when they're past their prime. I mean, it's kind of too late for that um, to, to really have a big impact on the Ravens' offense. But we'll see. The offense will open up more with Todd Bunkin. So we'll see 
weapons they have. Um, I think they really should try to drop the receiver and add a veteran and take it from there. But, like, Rashad Bateman, it's one thing if you just... I don't think you should have taken what um, DeCosta said personally. Because, one, this past year, in particular, he was hurt. So it's one thing if he was healthy and wasn't producing, but he was hurt. And so part of it's the system. Part of it was unfortunate injuries. But um, this year coming up is a really important year for the Ravens. But um, the one thing I'll say, if you look at the top teams and look at their weapons versus the Ravens' weapons, they're just not enough. So I think, Leah, you were saying something about that you, you like the receivers they have. Uh, we got to give them time to develop, which is fine, but you still got to add some veteran pieces and maybe draft receivers. So I, I just don't think what they have is good enough when you compare them to the elite teams. And they never Leo. I never said that they said. No, I said they may think they have. No, no, I, they, okay. they may think that I'm the guys that they have have a lot of potential, which they do. Might they might have a lot of potential. They may they may they, like I said, give them an offseason, make some of those young guys. You give them another offseason, let's see what they do. But you're gonna have to add. If Bateman, Bateman's gonna have to. They're gonna have to get a double. Or I was giving to. Like they're gonna have to get something. Like I mean, it is, I don't care if they get it in the draft or they get it through through the trade, through the free agency. Go get a guy, but you're gonna have to just add because I honestly, hey, if a guy like Juju Smith Schuster, you need to go get him from the uh, from the Chiefs, even though he might he he may go back to the Chiefs, he may not. But if they go get him, he could be. I think he's stepped in to be at least at the minimum that wide receiver too, if not that one with Bateman. So, what about DeAndre Hopkins? I'm hearing that Arizona Arizona's actually only wants like a number two, a second round pick for DeAndre Hopkins. That's a report stating, man. Yeah. There's no reason. They, they kind of do. He's a good receiver. He's a big-time receiver. And they may struggle this year, but you still want you rather have one than not have one. Why do you want to keep a struggling receiver? No, I'm saying that their team may struggle. Why, why would a struggling team keep him when he could give him up and get assets? Nah, he they're not gonna want. I don't think they will move them. Second round, man. Yeah, I agree. If, if I'm the Ravens, I want to give up a second round for him. But if I'm the Cardinals, you better give me a first, so we have no deal. That's why he's thirty it. years old. Yeah, but still, he's still worth the first round pick. <laughs> no, he's not. He's still good, but not a first round pick, bro. Justin Jefferson worth a, third, a first round pick. I don't know if I, I don't know if I give up multiple picks for WR man. Okay, what what at what point of his career he's in, man? If he's even in, in his in his prime. I probably give up one first round, but not multiple, man. All depends on how badly you want him. And yeah. how you need him. So yeah, I probably wouldn't give up multiple, but um I, I think the Vikings if they were crazy enough to do that, they would want multiple first. I mean, they could add Michael Thomas. <laughs> yeah. I would give him a for him. He's tailor made for that offense, man. <laughs> for real. He about to get released in well, this ain't he might come back, so we'll see how it play out, man. Yeah, it's it's huge, man. Nobody's taking that contract, man. I'm just telling you. They, teams want him to get released, bro. That's what I know is gonna happen. They don't want they're not taking that contract, man. Forget about it. All right, man. We're gonna um, take it back to the NBA real quick, man. We gonna, you know, it's after the All Star break, playoffs starting to heat up, playoff talk is starting to heat up, standings, and we just gonna just predict right now. Just uh, we'll come back at it then later at a later date, but we gonna do our little first edition of predicting the final eight teams in each conference going for the uh, NBA playoff uh, race. So right now in the West, we got the Nuggets at the one spot, Grizzlies at the two spot, Kings at the three, Phoenix at four, Golden State has jumped up to five, Dallas at six, Clippers at the seven, Minnesota Timberwolves at the eight, and we're going to stop at the 12. So 
Utah, Utah at nine. New Orleans at um, ten. Lakers at eleven. Pull at the twelve. So we all know that the playing for playing qualification, you gotta be the seven, eight, nine, or ten seed. So I want to ask y'all, in your opinion, right now, based on what's going on in the, in the, uh, in the West, who are your final eight teams that are gonna be? In the playoffs, once it start up for the West right now. Um, yeah, I had Leo. No, I mean, there's, there's, it doesn't have to be with. It, it could change based on what you think is gonna happen. The peace can fluctuate, so they can fluctuate. Yeah. Nice seed, man. I don't think they're ready yet, man. Clippers. Warriors. Warriors. Alright. What you got, Brian? Yeah, I got Denver, Memphis, Sacramento, Phoenix, Golden State, Dallas. So, I think this ain't gonna just at the top. It's really not. It's really not gonna change. It's gonna be Denver the one seed. I got Memphis at two, Sacramento at three, Phoenix gonna be at will stay at four, Golden State at the five. They're in um, Dallas. Shoot, I'm gonna go Clippers at that six spot, man. I think Clippers catch them, despite what's going on right now. Clippers at the six spot. Um, seven spot, man. I'm gonna go Dallas, and the last spot is gonna be between the Lakers and <laughs> and the Pelicans, man. I think if the Pelicans could get healthy, get Zion back on the court, they could turn the season around. But right now, I think they're a playing team that might get put, might, that might get bounced in the um playing tournament. So my final eight is Denver, Memphis, Sacramento. Phoenix, Golden State, Clippers, Mavericks, and the eight spot Pelicans are the Lakers. All right, man. So in the East, we got Milwaukee, Boston, Philadelphia at three, Cleveland at the four, the Young Knicks, who's red hot right now on the five, Brooklyn at six, Miami at seven, um, Atlanta at the eight seed. Toronto at night, the Wizards at ten, Chicago at the eleven, and then Indiana at twelve. So 
What are your final eight on that side? I'll take this one first. Bucks, Celtics, Sixers, Cavs, Knicks. Um, it's going to be interesting with the Nets. I think they make it, but if they're down, I wouldn't be surprised. I'll get the Nets, Heat, and I'll go with the Hawks. It's a play in? They're going to make it? Okay. Yeah. All right. Leo, what you got? I'm going to go with the Bucks, Celtics, um, Bucks, Celtics, Knicks, um, I think the Hawks get in. Sixers, Sixers, definitely. Sixers, uh, the Heat, and that's two more teams. The playing bunch of who gets in. Um, Cleveland. You think Cleveland? Oh, wow. Huh? You think Cleveland going to drop that low? No, I think they, no, I, I wouldn't do it in the order. This is who I think I'm going to get in. Oh, okay, okay. All right. Cleveland and last release the uh, I think they're done. They're done. Yeah, I think they're done. Cook everything. Yeah. I think the Bulls find a way to get in. Man, I hope. Yeah. That's your final? Okay. Yeah. All right, for me, man, I got Milwaukee at one, Boston at two. Philly at three. I think the Knicks are gonna be the fourth seed, and they're gonna flip flop. And Cleveland's gonna be the Cleveland's gonna be the fifth seed. Um, I'm not sure about Brooklyn. They're on a four game losing streak right now. I got Miami. Miami at the sec at six. Um, Brooklyn at seven. Atlanta at eight. Well, no. Hmm. I think Atlanta's gonna get in, man. I think Atlanta's gonna be the uh. The final team to get in. So I got Milwaukee, Atlanta, Milwaukee, Boston, Philly, Cavs, Knicks, Heat, Nets, and the Hawks. That's my final eight teams. Y'all seen the way the Knicks been playing lately, though? Yeah, they've been playing unbelievable. Uh, it makes you just wonder what if they had a superstar. Um, you got Jalen Brunson, man. They don't need one. Brunson. We they already have one. Brunson, man. Brunson getting underpaid. Hey, man, they might get in that, uh, who, who, who's the next star to be available in, in the summer this year? Who's going to be the next star, man? Bradley Bill, Damien. Dame, man. Dame, like, screw that, man. I'm think they pulling in the middle. Where do you think they are then? Man, pulling, man. It just. In the bottom, bro. It just. It won't work. Uh, when I say middle, they're not bad enough to be one of the worst teams in the NBA, but they're not. They, they admit they're, they're like a team that they make the playoffs and lose in the first round. So that's what I mean. So in between that, that's that's what I mean. In the middle. They're, not, they're basically not. Uh, off like a tanking team, but they're not good enough to win a title. So that's in the middle for me. Okay, but I think the Knicks, man, the Knicks, they may make some noise this year, man. And that maybe that first or second round, they'll make some noise, man. They're playing really good right now, man. I'm impressed. So we'll see how it play out, man. All right, moving right along, our last topic for tonight. I got an article, man. I think I aggregated it on the Strike Seven Sports website from a writer 
from the uh, the Bleach Report by the name of give me a second, give me a second. By the name of David Kenyon of the Bleach Report, recently put out an article about trade ideas to prevent the Kansas City the Kansas City Chiefs from repeating as Super Bowl champions in 2023. So one of the ideas he put out, one of the trade ideas he put out that can potentially prevent the Chiefs from getting to the, back to the Super Bowl was Lamar Jackson going to the New York Jets. So this is what the package will look like. It will be the Ravens receive Zach Wilson, <laughs> a first-round pick which is the 13 overall, a second-round pick in 2023, next year's first-round pick, next year's third-round pick, and 2025's second-round pick. That's what Baltimore will get. The Jets will get Lamar Jackson and a fourth-round pick. So, with that being said, if Lamar go to the Jets, he would have Gary Wilson, Elijah, what's his name, Elijah Moore, um, Brees Hall, Michael um, Carter, really good defense. Um, Jim Silas, uh, or the head coach. Um, who's the coordinator, man? The Daniel Hackett. That that'll be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Nathaniel Hackett is his OC. So, with that being said, with that roster, would that be enough to overthrow the Kansas City Chiefs in the AFC? Did that had to happen. Nope. You don't think so? Uh, Lamar Jackson is good, but you may case they may not be the best team in their division. Um, you know, they're not bad in Buffalo? No. Nah. Miami? You got Leo. I think that uh, if Lamar went, you said Lamar went to the Jets. I think it'd be big because you already got the defense. The defense is top, is top notch. Like that's that's already taken care of. You got number one. Gary Wilson probably the best receiver he'd ever had. Instantly. Instantly, Instantly be the best receiver he ever had. Like no question asked. Brees Hall. Then you got Brees Hall. You got Brees Hall come back. He come back off ACL set. But we'll see how he's working with. Think about it. Who the other running back they brought in? James Robinson. James Robinson. You got him. You got, uh, you got, you got uh, Makai Bigfoot coming back from injury. Oh, yeah, yo. Elijah Vera Tucker. Mm-hmm. Elijah Vera Tucker coming back from injury. Two linemen that they didn't have last year. So the offensive line is going to be so much fortified. Yeah. I 
just in that scenario, if Baltimore gets that, they they develop them because I think they're gonna make them the starter. I mean, they won't have a choice. But that thirteen pick, what you what would you do with that thirteen pick? If you got Zach, he's a come on DB. You got the number DB. He's the, he's a he was a second pick in a draft. You're still paying him like he's a second pick in a draft. Off that alone, you have to give him his. Give him, he he has to be. I'm not saying give him the starting job, but you have to make it to where he at least has a chance to win the job. And so you just gotta waste an investment on the sideline. But thirteen pick, it depends. Like I said, hey, get him a receiver. Yeah, yep. You know, that's. He uh, said, I was just thinking about that. They get rid of Lamar, and then the first, first round pick they use as a receiver. Lamar will have to be rolling his eyes if he sees that. Um, but I think Tyler Huntley will be the quarterback. I heard the report they may be interested in Baker Mayfield. I think Zach Wilson will, will be on the roster. But if, if he's your starting quarterback based on the last season, you're not getting anywhere. Um, and you can keep some of those players in the locker room. So you got to bring in a vet and, or you roll with Tyler Huntley. But Zach Wilson should be your third, fourth option at best. Man, he just to me, man. I just I'm not seeing nothing, bro. I'm not seeing like no improvement at all, man. I'm not seeing nothing. Like with like with Kyler Murray, his first two years in the league, I saw something. I saw improvement. I saw splat flashes of something. Zach Wilson, I'm not seeing nothing, man. So here's my spill on this thing, this uh, proposed trade. So last year, the Jets with Zach Wilson was hanging with these teams. They lost some games and they won some games with Zach Wilson hanging with Zach Wilson as a QB. So if you had like a Lamar Jackson to this team, they would be really good. Plain and simple, they'd be really good. Um, I think there's a chance for them to win the division. Because last year they split with Buffalo. And I think, I believe they beat Miami once as well. They didn't have two in the game, but they beat Miami. You know, so this would be a really good upgrade for this team. You know, they haven't had they haven't had a good quarterback in a long time, bro. A long time, like since Mark Sanchez, man. <laughs> I was Mark Sanchez, I remember that, man. I just, like. His resume got was built off of them two the back to back AFC championship games with that defense. But this will be this will help out a lot for them. They got Gary Wilson, Elijah Moore, Brees Hall, Michael Carter, um James Robinson, they got from Jacksonville, Elijah Vera Tucker, the offensive tackle, Michael Beckton, he comes back. Really good defense. That's that San Francisco style um, unit. That solid play. That solid work with Don and um, with the 49ers. You got in New York now. So it'd be a really good football team, man. That's a really good football team. But I'm looking at this other uh, situation as well. What about this? If the Jets, if if Baltimore got the 13 overall pick, an extra second round pick. Next year, an extra, uh, an extra first round pick, and an extra third round pick. They could take that and package that and move up high in the draft, 
It takes somebody like a uh, shoot a Will Levis. Um, who else is out there? Um, C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young. They could package that and move up in the draft. Or they could just stay put and grab somebody, draft somebody really good, and add another offensive lineman to the um, to the mix, or get get that guy a wide receiver. So there's a lot they can do with that pick, man. I wonder what they think of Anthony Richardson. Colin Cowherd brought it up before about that. Um, he even the Ravens. yeah, and he was saying that uh. Seattle, he wouldn't be surprised if Seattle got involved because they got the, they got a good package they could offer Baltimore, and um, Baltimore can move up in the draft and take Andy Richardson, a guy like Anthony Richardson, and just keep it going. Yeah. So. Would have to play right away. Like, I think no matter what they do, unless if you're getting a massive upgrade, Tyler Huntley should be their starter if Lamar Jackson isn't there. That's what I believe, and then Anthony Richardson could. Or whoever that young QB they get could be their long-term starter. Um, I've always said this before, and I've said this. Um, I'll continue to say this. I think the best young QB outside of the people you can drop the Ravens could get is Desmond Ritter. I think he's really underrated, and I, I think if I'm Baltimore, if I'm trading Lamar to the Ra- to the Falcons, I definitely want Desmond Ritter in that package. But, but based on that that information you sent out from uh, Ian, they say that uh, Atlanta's uh, one of the teams that are trying to move up in the draft to get that number one spot. I trade for Lamar Jackson. What do you got, Leo? What's your name, Leo? Thank you. 
they gave it that both sides have been able to work uh, work at a, a mediate a medium a medium in terms of the, the money. So, at the end of the day, I think that Lamar just won't be on the team next year. And like you said, and it, it's hard to say that because that, that he's so important to the team, and you wonder why would you just trade somebody like that. I just think the Ravens are just cheap. Like, it's, like, Steve Biscotti is one of the best owners in the NFL. I've been a huge fan of Steve Biscotti. Um, but he's just really cheap. It's a very, it's, it's, I don't understand how you're an NFL owner and you're cheap. And you don't want to keep, you don't want to keep your top talent, man. Because if this were like, if this were, if, okay, there's maybe, if Lamar takes someone on loan 28 to 29% of teams, he'd already have a new contract. You think so? Yes, yes, yes. Not even, not even. I there's very few teams. If he played with New England, yes. Belichick, but what if? Hmm. He ain't never been. He, one thing he always took care of was Brady. The other little pieces, the other pieces went and good, came and went, but the, he always took care of Brady. No, Brady took care of them. Yeah, that's the wild. He took pay cuts. But but then again, my my argument against that is, who did New England kept? Because every every good player that was up for for a new deal, he just moved him and kept Brady. Now, now unless, unless it's Gronk, yeah. Yeah, Edelman. He kept Edelman, a running back from the interchangeable. He kept he kept the secondary. He always took care of the the the, the, the um. The DBs, like except Singletary. Justin Jackson. Yeah, except J.C. Jackson, he got him out there. But uh, what the guy name is McCordy, McCordy guys, he yeah. took care of them. Yup, he kept Brewski around. But go ahead, finish your thoughts. I'm wearing the jack, man. He ain't want nothing. And he getting all the money. You want to feel some type of way too as a man. You trying to lowball me too? But what about the agent situation, man? Now, Deshaun Watson. What about his agent situation? Huh? What about the age, man? I think the agent got Conrad. Mugetta, Mugetta. Yeah. David Mugetta. Yeah, whoever, yeah, yeah, him, he's the ghost. Uh, whatever he put in Mr. Haslam's, Jimmy Haslam's uh, syrup and stuff, they turned up, uh, talking him to getting, a, getting, getting this man a uh, 230 million guarantee. Uh, Lamar needs some of that sauce. That's all I'm, uh, that's all I'm gonna say. Hey. They tend to dollars on that man. Huh? They tend to down on cool tool, man. They double down on that man. So that's why I'm bringing that up. But like I've said this in the past, the place I want to see him go 
the place a lot of people want to see him go is that line of Falcons. Um, but and another thing I'm going to say about being disrespected, if ultimately they get he gets close to what he wants, he'll be fine. Um, that's not what it comes down to. And so while he may feel, I mean, he may feel like he should have been paid if he ultimately gets close to what he wants um, or something that's bad for everybody, then he'll be fine. Hey, what about this crazy scenario, man? I just came up with this. I just thought about this. What if Baltimore? What if Baltimore calls Chicago? What if they call Chicago, man? For what? Tell me what you got it. For that pick. That pick. We'll give you Lamar. Give us number one pick. That's a big hole. Lamar ain't a, man, come on, dude. Lamar ain't gonna be as good as what the, the picks they can get. What? What? Yes. Dude, how do you know? Yeah. How do you know? How do you know? How do you, bro, how do you know? Bro, Bright, stop, wait, wait. Dude, Bryce Young hasn't even played a down in the NFL. And people, I'm here, I got people, you got Blue Check Brigade people saying Bryce Young is better than Justin Fields. Justin Fields got two years experience in the NFL. Nah, he's, he's a better pure passer. He ain't played a down yet. But he's a better I don't care, but he ain't played a down yet. Play a down yet. Yes, it does. Less money to join them. Yeah, if it's a Tom Brady, Lamar ain't on that level. Yes, they, bro. Watch, you'll see. Right. You'll see. You'll see. Odell could go there, dude. Odell could go there. Where do you think Lamar ends up? Where I think he ends up, the Baltimore Ravens. He might go to the Jets, man. That 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 proposed trip, that proposed uh, package right there sounds good right, to me. Yeah. Cause Baltimore could flip that. I feel like that's if that's their. I feel like that's the Jets' third option. It'll be Rogers, Carr, and then. Dude, uh, but you know what? You know what'd be scary. You know what'd be scary. If Minnesota, Minnesota got a new GM, right? What if Minnesota say, "Hey, look, bro, we're done. With, we're done with you, Kirk Cousins. We call Baltimore. Hey, let's make this happen." I'd like to see that too. That would be a good trade, dude. And so that that defense, I think Flores will get make it better next year, but they still they're still not that good. And so, yeah, I would I would like that. Uh, Lamar definitely gets him a higher ceiling, but. I think they'd rather just have a younger 
All right, we'll wrap it up, man. All right, that's all we have for y'all for right now, man. Give us a like, comment, subscribe to the channel. Let us know how you feel. But topics we talked about tonight, listen to us through Spotify, Apple. Give us a five-star rating. Leave your review. Let us know how you feel about the podcast. Also, check out strikesellersports.com for latest content on the NFL, the NBA, and much more. Have a blessed night. Peace. We out. Good show.